Welcome to Promotion Sunday at Community Bible Church. Today is a day to celebrate our students, but I have to take a few minutes to tell you how much I appreciate our teachers first. Teaching Sunday School is about making disciples, and these teachers, the teachers you're going to see this morning are our Sunday School teachers. We also have teachers who are our worship time leaders. While you are here in the service, while I am here in the service on Sunday mornings, they are with our children. And those teachers are Christy Brinkley and Chris Roberts, Tim and Sheila Robinson, Bev Smith and Sierra Dyser, and Wanda Stevenson. They run the worship time hour for us so that we can all be in church. Both our Sunday school teachers and our worship leaders have a heart for God, which means they're not just committed to their lessons, but to actually understanding and building relationships with our kids. Our teachers come prepared. It takes time and effort. Our teachers are willing to give both. I think they're also excited, and I see that excitement spilling out over into our children sometimes, and that's exciting. These kids are not just learning facts. We all know facts are forgettable, right? They're learning about Jesus and forming beliefs and practices that are guiding them to a deeper understanding of the Bible. We're teaching them how to minister, how to be servants. I appreciate all of our Sunday school teachers and all of our worship teachers. I'm very thankful for them, so thank you all for serving here at CBC. I'm sure they're thankful as well. Thank you. Okay. See, they are. <laughs> so, pun here intended, I can't imagine that too many of you have gone without hearing about our Imagine Room, but just in case, uh, we have Wanda and Jenny here, and Jenny is going to represent them today and give you a snapshot of what's happening and present a certificate to our first graduate, although I think she is not here today, but Jenny will tell you. Thank you. I don't know if you've um, been down the left hall after the information desk, but the first room on the left is the Imagine Room, and Wanda and I are working together with the kids who have special needs that for whatever reason, they can't attend a regular classroom right now. Maybe they have too many sensory issues. Maybe a regular room is too loud. Maybe they need more movement than just sitting for um, 15 minutes at a time. And so Wanda and I have a team of almost 20 people, teens and adults, that have volunteered to help us. And we're very thankful for all those people that help us because we honestly could not do it without those people. Right now we have six children in our classroom ranging from three years old to nine years old. And as you can imagine, we need to mix it up a little bit, and that's a wide age range. And so what we do is um, we have a Bible story book that we read a story together, and then we, we rotate among the teachers second hour with... Um, a stick figuring drawing through the Bible. There's a curriculum called Grapevine Studies, and we just do a story with a child working through, you know, we started with Old Testament, so we're just going through the Old Testament. So one teacher will do that while another teacher plays with a child, while another teacher does a project related to whatever stories we're working on. So it's a lot of rotation in our classroom, and the acronym for Imagine Room stands for Introduce God, Meet Needs, accept differences, gain knowledge, impact lives, no limits, and examples of God's love. And 
Um, we're very excited for Myla. She is our only girl right now, and so we're going to miss her bright smile, her imagination, and her feminine touch on the room. But she is promoting up to the kindergarten room, and we're very proud of her and excited for her. And so if you see her, you can congratulate her. Thank you so much. Well, we all know where this starts, right? In the nursery. So even though they're not in here today, I have to give some credit to Joy and Cher Elward along with Miss Bev and Miss Betty and the workers for giving all of our children such a wonderful start here at Community. They sorrowfully agree on occasion to allow some of their babies to make the move up to the toddler department led by Superwoman Teresa Weaver. In turn, Teresa has had to give up some of her children this year. You are seeing them coming up right now. Teresa is home today with one of her own. So one of her co-workers, Sheila Robinson, will come and present this year's toddler graduates. Okay, I have the benefit of uh, working both with the toddler and the pre-K class, so I'm familiar with our little graduates uh, moving out of the toddler class. I'll just take a minute to tell you about the toddlers since Teresa's not here. It's a place where most of the children really start to use language. They form words and express themselves, and we hear a lot of the word, mine. <laughs> and they hear a lot of the word, no. <laughs> On the other side of things, though, um, a positive part of the work we do is getting to introduce them to Jesus, of course. They start to hear from us how important God is and that we should obey him. And the very best part of what we do is we get to be one of the first people in their whole life who gets to hear the name of Jesus on their lips. So we're thankful for that. We have a little guy, Mark, that's moving up, and Mark isn't with us right now, and I haven't met him yet, but I look forward to seeing him when he's in our class. And we have Keegan here. Mr. Robinson's going to give Keegan her certificate. Can you stand up, Keegan, so everyone can see you and smile so they can get pictures? <laughs> Keegan is tender-hearted and listens well. She listens very carefully. She's a good friend to the other kids. And I'd say that kindness is one of her best qualities. She's also affectionate. And she made my day at the, at the Memorial Day picnic when she ran up and hugged my leg. When was the last time someone was so happy to see you that they ran up and hugged your leg? <laughs> Logan is our next little guy. Let's see Mr. Robinson. Can you see him? Look over at Mama. Come here, buddy. Mama needs a picture. Hold this up. Come here, Keegan. Okay. okay, buddy. Okay, and Bentley is our other one. Bentley's not here today either, but he's our smiley guy. He always seems to be happy and ready to play. He makes coming to class so much fun. The kids enjoy being around him, too. It's nice when you come to church and everyone around you is smiling and happy. And that's the way we feel when we come to our class. Thank you, Sheila. So leaving the pre-kindergarten Sunday school department and our most recent addition to the CBC teaching staff are Bill and Karen Wilson, 
Although Bill is new to his role serving here at CBC, he has been serving in a role of this type for 24 years. Bill? Good morning. I'm Bill Wilson, and my wife Karen and I teach the pre-kindergarten Sunday school class the first two Sundays of the month. And uh, Sheila and Tim Robinson also teach the third and the fourth Sundays. It has been a real joy for us to serve in this ministry and to get to know these children. We have been learning about Jesus and how we can get to know him better and have a relationship with him. During the winter months, we learned about Jesus' birth, his life as a young boy, and his ministry life. In the spring, we spent time learning about Jesus' love for us and how we can experience his love. We celebrated Easter during this period so we were able to share how Jesus died for us and then rose on the third day so we can have eternal life if only we trust him and ask him to be our Lord and Savior. Several stories, several stories were about salvation were also shared um, in the spring months. The summer months will be spent learning about Joseph, David, and Jonah. We learned about Joseph's beautiful multicolored coat last week that he received from his father, Jacob. We made a windsock and colored it similar to Joseph's coat, and the kids loved the activity. The children being promoted to the kindergarten class in the fall are, first of all, Matthew Banks. Matthew loves Jesus and asks some very interesting questions. Okay, you can go back and sit. The next one is Luke Donnelly. Luke is an excellent listener, and he follows instructions very well. Just so everybody can see him, here's Luke. (laughs) I remember when when I was little, and I couldn't see anything, so... Uh, the next one is Brady Dicer, but he's not here today. Brady's very thoughtful and has some very good ideas to share. Uh, the next one is Xander Laura. Xander has a big smile and is always happy to be learning about Jesus. Next one is Julie McNabb, and she's not here today, but Julie is an excellent listener. She answers questions often and is meticulous with her crafts. When we were making the uh, uh, windsock last week, she did it exactly the way I I made a sample up for her. She did exactly that. You know, she was coloring, making sure it was staying in the lines and and putting the the streamers on there exactly, and and Mr. Fight and I were just amazed at how... um, meticulous she is about her craft so that was very nice uh the next one is landon taylor landon, come on. landon loves to ask questions and is always ready to answer at review time And then last but not least, Aston Taylor. (laughs) 
Aston loves people and shows that love in many ways. And I'm going to spell, I'm going to share a special story about Aston. We were learning about Jesus' ascension one day and showed a picture of a cloud. We explained how Jesus left the disciples but said that he would return again. Aston was very concerned that Jesus left and he disappeared into the cloud. And he asked several times, where did he go? Where did he go? You could just see the heartfelt concern on his face. And that is one reason why it is such a joy and privilege to teach children. They love to learn and they show sincere emotions as they encounter life's challenges and blessings. And we are so thankful that we have the opportunity to teach and learn with these wonderful children at CBC. And here's Aston. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. So next up is our kindergarten through first grade. Rachel Atanosian is on her sixth year leading the kindergarten through first grade students. If you're not certain who she is, besides seeing behind me, she's the one arriving on Sunday morning carrying four bags, two boxes, and three purses filled with items prepared for the morning's class. Rachel, let us know what's happening in the largest community kids group. Hello, my name is Rachel Atanosian. Angela Goff and Tamara Baldwin help me with the children. I have the privilege of teaching both the kindergarten and the first first grade classes, one class. So I'm going to talk about the class as a whole, and at the end, then those that are graduating into second grade will give the certificates too. Um, but over the past year, we have studied about the attributes of God, such as God is holy, eternal, all-powerful, never-changing. We have learned what sin is. They can all tell you this. And what it means to be a sinner. The kids can tell you that sin is something I think wrong, say wrong, or do wrong. Sin is what will separate us from a holy God. And we have learned how Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, and that through Jesus' perfect shed blood on the cross, our sins can be covered if we believe that Jesus died for our sins and rose from the grave. And Esther reminds me often of this verse, that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. And we learned that knowing about Jesus is not enough, uh, but that we need to ask Jesus to save us from our sins. And we learned about what it means to trust and obey God because God loves us and sent Jesus as payment for our sins. We learned about what a miracle is and miracles Jesus performs, such as healing a blind man and a lame man and raising a widow's son from the dead. Each child is so special, and it is a joy to teach each one of them. And I have seen these children progress over the past year and ask thought-provoking questions. Ryan and Colton certainly keep me on my toes, asking such questions as, If we will be perfect in heaven, how is being perfect different from God being holy? What is the difference between being holy and being perfect? And I explain that God is holy, only God, which means he can never sin. We have sinned, but if we ask Jesus to save us from our sins, through Jesus' blood covering our sins, God will make us perfect in heaven one day. But since we were once sinners, we can't be holy. God is the only one who's holy. And again, these kinds of questions keep me on my toes. Uh, we don't mess around in Sunday school. We start the theology class very early. And I can say that Caden is very serious about completing his paperwork completely and accurately each week. He is a future theologian. And Aiden Wicks, he can learn a verse the fastest I think I've ever seen. And I have seen how the children volunteer to pray and want to close us in prayer after each lesson. I believe Angelina and Aurora have requested to pray each time there's an opportunity to close us in prayer. And they love to do the armor of God. We dress a boy or girl up in the pieces of the armor and talk about what each piece means. And Nathan was the last child to wear the armor of God a couple of weeks ago. 
And I have identified one snack that each child loves, gummy rings. But Gordon Food doesn't sell them anymore. Uh, but I did get the last three bags that they sold. And I need to find a new place to get them. Melissa Muscat's trying to help me on that. But uh, Luke and Zach seem to ensure that we stick to the two gummies per child rule. And I've learned a lot about Shopkins. Esther and Levi, the sweetest brother-sister combo, um, introduced me to Shopkins. And I, myself, was excited about season five coming out about a month ago. And many of them love to help and to clean, especially vacuum. I have to watch Micah with the vacuum. He has unbelievable energy. And Olivia, Naomi, Caleb, Aiden Miller, Jeffrey, Jake, Samantha, Penelope, Natalie, David, and Madeline, and Nova, they're all joys to have in class as well, and they reflect that each time. Parker and Colt show such brotherly love to each other, and I will miss that next year. We have accomplished a lot this year, learning about God and that the most important thing that they could ever tell anybody is that they need Jesus because we are all sinners and that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. We had a great year. So now I'm going to present the certificates to those that are moving up to the second grade. So we have Angelina Albright. Ryan Bates. Esther Crock. Colton Ganos is not here today. Nathan Goff. Colt Laura. And Parker Laura. David Llewellyn is not with us today. Madeline Mead. Luke McNabb is not with us today. And Jeffrey Morris is not here with us today. Zachary Sowers. Thank you very much. Jamie Bowen just faithfully finished her second year teaching our second grade students. And you will, you would know how wonderful she is if you substituted for her class because her students would all tell you how wonderful she is while you're trying to teach them. That's the way it works. So let's bring Jamie up and perhaps we'll learn why her students love Fuzzy so much. Jamie Bowen, and we had second grade this year. And in second grade, um, Rachel did a really good job explaining what we learned because we do the same exact curriculum. Um, We learned from the Bible about God's attributes, how to worship and pray correctly, and we also learned how to believe in Jesus, and they can tell you what it means to be saved. And every year, each class is really different, and that's something that I really enjoy. You get to know the climate and the attitude and just the different personalities. And each year, each student teaches me a lesson. They all have something that they show me and I learn from. And so this morning, I want to thank them each individually for their example to me throughout the year. And then at the end, I'll pass out the certificates because it'll get hard to pass it out and say it. So I'm going to start with Benjamin first. Benjamin, thank you for your example of service. 
You always stay after to pick up trash on the floor. You do odd jobs around the classroom without ever being asked. He was always my helper every week, and I really learned from you. Thank you. Joanna, you're next. Thank you for your example of compassion, for always, always thinking of ways you can help and care for others. Thank you for showing me that. Um, Noah, this year, thank you for your example of attentiveness, for always remembering really important details about the lesson and asking great questions that make us and make me think very hard every week. Um, Jordan, thank you so much for your example of enthusiasm. That means coming excited to Sunday school, ready to learn and asking questions. Chrislyn, thank you every week for coming with the example of joy for coming each week with a smile on your face and being genuinely excited to learn from the Bible. And then Jacob Furkus isn't here today, but I wanted to thank him for his example of sensitivity. He always really listens to the lesson, and he applies it directly to his life and thinks about ways he can apply it directly. And so all these kids this year showed me a lot of lessons, and I learned a lot from them, and I'm thankful. So I'm going to give you your certificates. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Our third grade students have the pleasure of meeting weekly with our longtime, extremely creative Sunday school teacher, Jan Dale. And Jan is going to share us share with us what happened in the third grade room this year. I have an awesome group of third graders. I, I just I inherited them from Jamie, who was also who's awesome. Um, what a journey our third graders have been on. We've talked about kings who honored God and of those who didn't. We learned what it means to stay true to God through any trial we face. We learned that God has very strong feelings toward those who behave as though they know better than he does. We learned that repenting of sin and trusting in Jesus' sacrifice for us is the one and only way to be right with God. We learned about the incredible risks early believers took to spread the gospel of hope and how they started, what they started is now our responsibility to continue. And throughout this year-long journey, I was amazed and humbled over and over again. I want to say thank you to the parents of these fine youngsters. Thank you to dads for teaching your boys to be gentlemen. Thank you to moms for teaching your girls to be gentle and kind to our visitors. I didn't mean to do this. Where does this come from? (laughs) Thank you all for asking the questions, the hard questions, on the way home from church and probing for rich answers. It was my great joy to have your child in my class. Truly. Last week, I asked those who were present to write down something that they want their new teacher, Mrs. Banks, to know. Would you stand, Mrs. Banks? Things that they would like for Mrs. Banks to know about them. When I mention your name, I would like for you to wave so Mrs. Banks sees you and everybody knows who you are. Okay. Emma, someone who always was, um, I'm sorry, 
<clears throat> Emma is someone who always plays fair when there's a game. She wants you to know that she loves to ice skate and is willing to do jobs for you. Venus, who has, who she's not here today, but she has a quick and ready ear to learn new things, and she wants you to know that she is willing to help you and that she doesn't like to talk about dead people. <laughs> Joel, also not here, a gentleman, a true gentleman, who always makes new people feel welcome, and he wants you to know that he is a good helper also. Jacob, also a young, fine young gentleman, who pulls chairs for new people and wants you to know that you can call on him for anything. And then there's Gavin, who always finds the, uh, the humor in every situation. There's Katie, whose sweet disposition makes her a good friend. There's Sadie, who loves a good competition. There's Hannah, who can move faster to get a job done than anyone I know. There's Caitlin, who loves to be included. There's Camille, who's a great listener. There's Eva, who's good at taking turns and making up sure others do too. And there's Adam, who may need a moment to get to know you, but he will be a devoted student once he does. So there they are, Mrs. Banks, and they are ready to roll into fourth grade. And I would like to now present their um, certificates to them. Longtime CBC teacher Carrie Banks effortlessly handles double duty for us here. She leads both the fourth and fifth grade students. Her students are also sad when I have to sub for the class because I don't have Banks bucks. <laughs> In addition to their certificates, each of our fifth grade graduates will be leaving our uh, community kids and moving into the high-impact classes. So each of our fifth-grade graduates will receive a beautiful new study Bible from Community Bible Church. Not a gift Bible, not a token, but a Bible to use and to study with notes to guide them as they journey forward. Carrie? Thank you. Um, this year we've learned various stories throughout the Bible. And so being fourth and fifth graders, they're starting to read independently. And so each week I encourage them to read the Bible on their own. And we're trying to learn where all the stories that we've learned throughout their elementary career, where they fall into place in the Bible. So to show you what they've learned, we're going to do a little quiz and see if they can tell you where they can find some of these stories in the Bible. All right? So just shout out the answer when you know it. Or move your lips if you're afraid to say anything. All right. All right. If I wanted to read about some miracles of Jesus, where would I look? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Hey, that's good. Easy one. We'll give you a harder one. If I want to know about Moses and the children of Israel, where would I start? Exodus. Okay. How about the beginning church? Acts. 
Very good. How about um, the story of Noah and the ark? Very good. How about if I want to learn about what's going to happen at the end times? So we're always encouraging them to find them like, this is an exciting book. You can read this part of the book. You can do, you can do it. You can read it and learn it on your own. This group has been amazing. High energy group of kids. We had on the, the top row, you will see our lovely ladies who are our fifth graders plus Dylan, who is also moving up. He's our one boy for that group. Um, so it was interesting to get a whole group of girls with this whole group of boys. And we'll be missing the ladies, but we'll get some new ones over here. All right. For our fifth grade graduates going on to the, uh, to the junior high. Thank you, ma'am. We uh, always say we're sending you across the hall. Okay, because they're making the big trek from elementary all the way into the junior high room. So we have, I have a little certificate, a little letter that I write to them to encourage them as they're the new guys going over across the hall. Right? It says, congratulations for completing elementary school, Sunday school. As you move to junior high, use what you have learned about serving in the church. And these, these ladies know how to serve. Do not be afraid of your youth. Do what is right, no matter who does it with you. Remember, you are loved and you are special to God. Be an example to the little ones who are looking to you. It has been my honor to learn about God with you this year. Love, Mrs. Banks. I have a certificate for each one, and we have a little um, award for them um, that kind of suits their personality. So for Dylan, our one young man moving up, he gets the M&M Award for being a marvelous and magnificent student. Dylan, come on up. And we have a new Bible for you, a study Bible. Congratulations. All right. You can stand there. <laughs> All right. For Riley Joma, she gets the Sweet Tart Award. And if you know her, it makes perfect sense because she is very sweet and helpful in our class. Okay. All right. Sandrina Laura, she gets our Mrs. Goodbar Award because she is always good to our friends and classmates and is a very good friend. Thank you. All right. Faith Smutney gets our Snickers Award. And if you know Faith... For her sense of humor and ability to make others laugh around us. Thank you. You're welcome. Madeline Bailey gets our bubbly personality, our Bubble Yum Award, for her bubbly personality who always brightens our day and is willing to help. Thank you. And last but not least, Jana. Jana Preston has our Lifesaver Award because she's always willing to lend a hand and help us out. All right, we'll miss you guys, and I'll see you across the hall, all right? David and Lindsay Woolley fearlessly took on the High Impact Junior High class last year and now have a group prepared to move forward. David? 
So I'm sorry, guys, I didn't bring candy. I'm not picking you up. <laughs> Drawing the line. Drawing the line. Maybe you. Maybe you. So first of all, a few quick thank yous. Um, thank you to these kids for welcoming us in. It was our first year. We had a blast. We are looking forward to uh, continuing on, if you'll have us. Also want to thank Bob and Val Fight for their help. They were a tremendous amount of help with teaching um, and planning activities, so thank you for that. So, um, Anthony and Larry, I know they're coming your way, so I want you guys to know a little bit about them, all right? So Caleb, Caleb Banks, he's most likely to lose a shoe during a game of kickball and subsequently most likely to need a roll of duct tape for his birthday, okay? Lauren Bolifant, she's uh, most likely to marry a bag of Doritos, she said, so maybe a lesson on dating and marriage would be applicable for her. I had to say it. You know I did. Bryce? Fights. He's most likely to get out of me saying something awkward and mean up here because he's my brother-in-law. And, you know, family politics. I need to keep that going. Kaylin Moore is not here that I've seen, um, but she's most likely to have some crazy characters sketched in her uh, notebook as well as some self-portraits. So you connect those dots, and we'll go from there. Deja. Deja is always smiling. And I'm not going to say anything embarrassing about you, I promise. But she is always smiling and always very easy to put a smile on other people's faces as well. Javen Voiles is not here, but he is most likely to build himself as a character into a video game and make millions of dollars doing so, so make sure you stay friends with him. Uh, that'll be financially beneficial. Lauren Wozniak, she is most likely to epitomize her self-described nickname of Princess. It's very true. Alexis Fressen, I apologize. I had to ask her how to pronounce her name this morning. We were arguing about it last night. We just couldn't get it figured out. But she is most likely to be talking a million miles an hour, but she's also one of the first ones to slow down and help wherever she can. Audrey Bradley is not here either, but she is most likely to embarrass anyone on the soccer field or kickball field, especially Caleb, especially Caleb. Um, I had to bring it up. Um, but she was, she was a joy to have as well. So thank you guys so much. We're going to miss you. Most of you, um, looking forward to, I'll let you figure out who, looking forward to uh, having the next crop in next week. Have a seat. Larry and Julie Castle have been ministering to the high-impact senior high students here at CBC for 16 years. They are currently working side-by-side with Anthony and Jessica Sauter. Our final presentation of certificates this morning will be to our graduating seniors. Larry? They were all looking back at me asking, do we all have to go up there? Yes, we all have to go up there. And David stole my line about not picking any of them up, so I'm going to pick them up. <laughs> I think I might have to pick Emma up so you can see them, actually. Not this Emma, that Emma. Uh, just as they're coming up, just a comment. It, it is, uh, uh, would not be possible to carry out the youth ministry that we have at CBC without all of the foundation that you've seen presented before this. All of the... Uh, people serving faithfully week in and week out to teach our little ones God's word and to lay that foundation of an understanding of what God has revealed of himself and our word and about us. And so uh, we appreciate so much of them. And in particular, 
uh, Val's leadership in our children's ministry. We greatly appreciate all the hard work she puts in and uh, organization. And in particular, in the, the high-impact student ministries, we're so thankful for David and Lindsay and the uh, faithful, sacrificial service they, they give to our junior hires. And uh, we're thankful for Val and Bob's help with them and in our high school for Anthony and Jessica. I, I just can't say enough good about uh, how much these people pour into our teenagers so over the past year, uh, in fact, throughout four years of senior high, uh, we try to focus on building on that foundation you've heard the other teachers talk about. So helping them take what they've learned from God's word and correlate to how that uh, should impact the way they live and how they should think about current issues uh, that they'll hear talked about on the news and when they go to college that they'll hear professors and classmates talk about. So we try to approach our curriculum from a worldview uh point of view, and we teach them. One of the things that I want the kids to be able to uh, recite cold when they leave senior high is, what is our mission? Why are we here? What on earth are you here for? And so we teach them the mission of Community Bible Church. I didn't give them advance warning about this, but do you think you guys could tell us what the mission of Community Bible Church is? We exist to God, love him and others. And live for his purposes. You can see who's paying attention. The seniors know it cold. The younger guys, we've got a couple years to work with you. And uh, I ask them regularly the question, uh, when, when you go throughout life and you have decisions to make about what you're going to spend your time on and your resources and your energy and your, your devotion, what are you going to give it to? Uh, you know, a lot of times we could teach our kids, well, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. But uh, as you've heard our pastor talk about, they say no to certain things. We should say no to certain things because we have a bigger yes. And one of the questions that I always want them to understand when they leave is, with any decision they have to make, how does this help my mission? God's created us for a purpose, and we're pursuing that purpose with our lives. We want them to be able to, rather than think about what shouldn't I do, what am I supposed to be doing, and, and how does what I'm about to decide help me further that mission. So this year we spent time talking about all kinds of issues that help them uh, put that into practice, whether it's government or religions of the world or what does it mean in the Bible to uh, to talk about biblical manhood or biblical womanhood. What is the church for? What's it about? How do I understand the concept of self? What are relationships about? So those are the kind of topics that we've talked about. And uh, I appreciate all of you so much, the input that you give in class and your participation. We've got a couple of students here that I want to present, present certificates for. Uh, some of these seniors that are graduating have been here since the beginning. And I had a picture. It's too grainy to put up on the screen, but we have a picture of just a handful of kids, and among them are two of our seniors, Anna and Emma, and uh, literally, they're just tiny children, preschool children, and uh, we've had the privilege of seeing the Lord work in their lives and, and raise them into the beautiful young women they are. And so all of these young, young women and young men who are graduating, um, I'll start off, and uh, I think several of them are here. We have several who are not here this morning, but Anna Brown, I appreciate your enthusiasm uh, your attentiveness in class as I, as I teach, I can see the wheels turning and, and your answers and responses, uh, re- reveal that. Um, your, your, uh, caring for other people whenever there's a new student going up to them and welcoming them. I appreciate that about you, Anna. And so we have a certificate for you. 
and then Emma Castle, who I've known since she was born. And uh, Emma is such a sensitive girl and um, as well attentive in class and uh, particularly as a child who has the challenge of listening to her own father teach every week. She hears it at home. She comes to class. She hears it here. Her attentiveness and then things she'll ask me about afterwards and things we talk about, uh, I appreciate very much. And such a responsible young lady, um, teaching me, her father, about responsibility just by the way she lives. And uh, Emma, uh, where is she at? Oh, there she is. I love you. And... Uh, congratulations. I'm so glad you've been a part of our youth group and that I had a chance to uh, have you in my class. And then I think uh, Brandon, I don't think Brandon's here, is he? So Brandon Purchase is one of our graduates that we've just gotten to know more recently. Is Sierra here? Sierra Smith? Sierra's not here either. Um, and then Zach, I didn't see Zach. Billy here? Billy's there. Billy is the strong, silent one. Uh, that over the last year or two, I've gotten to know him a little bit, and uh, not as silent. And he actually has something to say, and it's actually worth listening to once you get it out of him. And I appreciate Billy leading by doing. Uh, he doesn't say a whole lot, but when there's something to be done, he jumps in and does it. And uh, seeing his hard work, uh, having heard from his parents earlier, I don't think it's a mystery where that comes from. Uh, but, Billy, it's been great getting to know you, and we're glad that you've been able to be a part of our class as well. And I think that's that's it for all the folks that we have here this morning. So we're just losing a few, and you can see this big group we have, and we've got another big group coming in. So we're thankful for all of these lives the Lord's given us a chance to participate in.
while the students are lining up, we're going to have Wanda say just a couple more words for us about the Imagine Room. And when she's finished, we'll be ready for a final song and dismissal. For those of you that are not really sure what Imagine Room is, Imagine Kids, um, like Jenny said, our children are special. They have special needs. And this is impromptu, but the pictures that you saw at the beginning were pictures of the Imagine Kids classroom. And it just moved my, it moved my heart to say something about our kids, and they're our kids too, is that um, our kids are different, but they're not less. The parents of these children have not been able to attend church because there wasn't a church that had a classroom that was accepting of their differences. And I praise God and I thank him for CDC that made this opportunity possible for these parents and for these children to come and be in a safe environment, to be loved, and to learn about God. When you see any of our children, there are differences. Please don't judge them. Don't judge them as being ill-behaved. They're not. They're different, but they're not less. And support the parents. They are so grateful to CBC for this classroom that will love their children and teach them, protect them. And they can come in here and hear the true gospel, the word from Ken Brown. They thank us all the time. So I want to thank you, and I want to thank this church for being supportive and loving. And remember, if you see a child, even a three-year-old, who's really not speaking yet, and you hear that child squeal, that's not misbehavior. That's not ill behavior. That's happiness from that child. That's love. Pray that someday that child will learn to speak through all of the help that these parents have to pay for, mostly out of their own pocket, for speech therapy, for physical therapy, for just activities of daily living. We have no idea, a lot of us. I do, I have a passion for special ed and of what they go through. And I praise God for all of these beautiful children, myself being blessed as well. But I just felt the need to say something about our very, very special kids. Thank you.
before we go, I think there's one more round of applause, and that's for Val. She set this whole thing up. When we leave, if you have a child who's in third grade or younger, you'll pick them up from the teacher. We're not just going to let them all run. Uh, if you're in uh, Mrs. Dale's, Miss Bowen, Mrs. Bowen's, Miss Antonosian's, or Mr. Bill's class, stay here. Your teacher's going to come to you. And let's just close in prayer before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for the grace that you've given CBC. I pray that you increase our desire to bring you glory in all we do. Be with each of these young people. Help them grow in their knowledge of you. Have this knowledge result in a deeper love for you. And may this love shine brightly in their life. Continue to provide CBC teachers who love our children, but a love that wants to share more about Christ to them. As we leave today, help us so that we can be more like you in our walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen.